0: Section 29 of Bede's Ecclesiastical History of England. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kevin Johnson. The Ecclesiastical History of England by the Venerable Bede. Translated by A.M. Seller. Book 5. Chapters 22-24 to 24, Continuation Chapter 22 How the monks of High and the monasteries subject to them began to celebrate the canonical Easter at the preaching of Egbert, 716 A.D. Not long after, those monks also of the Scottish nation, who lived in the Isle of High with the other monasteries that were subject to them, were by the Lord's doing brought to the canonical observance with regard to Easter, and the tonsure. For in the year of our Lord, 716, when Osred was slain, and Coenred took upon him the government of the kingdom of the Northumbrians, the father and priest, Egbert, beloved of God, and worthy to be named with all honour, whom we have before often mentioned, came to them from Ireland, and was honourably and joyfully received. Being a most gracious teacher, and most devout in practising those things which he taught, and being willingly heard by all, by his pious and diligent exhortations, he converted them from that deep-rooted tradition of their fathers, of whom may be said those words of the Apostle, that they had a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge." he taught them to celebrate the principal solemnity after the catholic and apostolic manner as has been said wearing on their heads the figure of an unending crown it is manifest that this came to pass by a wonderful dispensation of the divine goodness to the end that the same nation which had willingly and without grudging taken heed to impart to the english people that learning which it had in the knowledge of god should afterwards, by means of the English nation, be brought, in those things which it had not, to a perfect rule of life, even as, contrariwise, the Britons, who would not reveal to the English the knowledge which they had of the Christian faith now, when the English people believe, and are in all points instructed in the rule of the Catholic faith, still persist in their errors, halting and turned aside from the true path expose their heads without a crown and keep the feast of christ apart from the fellowship of the church of christ the monks of high at the teaching of egbert adopted the catholic manner of conversation under abbot dunchad about eighty years after they had sent bishop adan to preach to the english nation the man of god egbert remained thirteen years in the aforesaid island which he had thus consecrated to christ as it were by a new ray of the grace of fellowship and peace in the church, and in the year of our Lord, 729, in which Easter was celebrated on the 24th of April, when he had celebrated the solemnity of the Mass, in memory of the resurrection of our Lord that same day he departed to the Lord and thus finished, or rather, never ceases endlessly to celebrate with our Lord, and the Apostles, and the other citizens of heaven, the joy of that greatest festival which he had begun with the brethren whom he had converted to the grace of unity and it was a wonderful dispensation of the divine providence that the venerable man passed from this world to the father not only at easter but also when easter was celebrated on that day on which it had never been wont to be celebrated in those parts the brethren rejoiced in the sure and catholic knowledge of the time of easter and were glad and that their father, by whom they had been brought into the right way, passing hence to the Lord, should plead for them. He also gave thanks that he had so long continued in the flesh, till he saw his hearers accept and keep with him as Easter that day which they had ever before avoided. Thus the Most Reverend Father, being assured of their amendment, rejoiced to see the day of the Lord, and he saw it, and was glad. Chapter twenty three of the present state of the English nation, or of all Britain, seven twenty five to seven thirty one a. d. in the year of our Lord, seven twenty five, being the seventh year of Osric, king of the Northumbrians, who had succeeded Cornred, Wictred, the son of Egbert, king of Kent, died on the twenty third of April, and left his three sons, Ethelbert, Eadbert, and Alric heirs of that kingdom, which he had governed thirty-four years and a half. The next year Tobias, bishop of the church of Rochester, died, a most learned man, as has been said before, for he was disciple to those masters of blessed memory, Theodore, the archbishop, and Abbot Hadrian, wherefore, as has been said, besides having a great knowledge of letters both ecclesiastical and general, he learned both the Greek and Latin tongues to such perfection that they were as well known and familiar to him as his native language. He was buried in the chapel of St. Paul the Apostle, which he had built within the church of St. Andrew, for his own place of burial. After him, Aldwulf took upon him the office of bishop, having been consecrated by Archbishop Bertwald. In the year of our Lord, 729, two comets appeared about the sun to the great terror of the beholders. One of them went before the sun in the morning at his rising. The other followed him when he set in the evening, as it were presaging dire disaster to both east and west. Or without doubt, one was the forerunner of the day, and the other of the night, to signify that mortals were threatened with calamities at both times. They carried their flaming brands towards the north, as it were ready to kindle a conflagration they appeared in january and continued nearly a fortnight at which time a grievous blight fell upon gaul in that it was laid waste by the saracens with cruel bloodshed but not long after in that country they received the due reward of their unbelief in that year the holy man of god egbert departed to the lord as has been said above on easter day and immediately after Easter, that is, on the ninth of May, Osric, king of the Northumbrians, departed this life, after he had reigned eleven years, and appointed Caolwulf, brother to Coenred, who had reigned before him his successor. The beginning and progress of whose reign have been so filled with many and great commotions and conflicts, that it cannot yet be known what is to be said concerning them, or what end they will have in the year of our lord 731 archbishop bertwald died of old age on the thirteenth of january having held his see thirty-seven years six months and fourteen days in his stead the same year tatwine of the province of the mercians was made archbishop having been a priest in the monastery called Briadun. He was consecrated in the city of Canterbury by the venerable men Daniel, Bishop of Winchester, Ingwald of London, Aldwyn of Lichfield, and Aldwolf of Rochester on Sunday the 10th of June, being a man renowned for piety and wisdom, and of notable learning in Holy Scripture. Thus at the present time the bishops Tatwine and Aldwolf preside in the churches of Kent. Ingwald is bishop in the province of the East Saxons. In the province of the East Angles, the bishops are Albert and Hadulac, in the province of the West Saxons, Daniel and Forthair, in the province of the Mercians, Aldwyn. Among those peoples who dwell beyond the river Severn to the westward, Walstad is bishop, in the province of the Huicas, Wilfrid; in the province of Lindsay, Bishop Cinebert presides. The bishopric of the Isle of Wight belongs to Daniel, bishop of the city of Winchester. The province of the South Saxons, having now continued some years without a bishop, receives episcopal ministrations from the prelate of the West Saxons. All these provinces, and the other southern provinces, as far as the boundary formed by the river Humber, with their several kings, are subject to King Ethelbald. But in the province of the Northumbrians, where King Caolwulf reigns, four bishops now preside, Wilfrid in the Church of York, Ethelwald in that of Lindisfarne, Acca in that of Hagustald, Pechthelm in that which is called the White House, which, as the number of the faithful has increased, has lately become an episcopal see, and has him for its first prelate, the Pictish people also at this time are at peace with the English nation, and rejoice in having their part in Catholic peace and truth with the universal Church. The Scots that inhabit Britain, content with their own territories, devise no plots nor hostilities against the English nation. The Britons, though they, for the most part, as a nation, hate and oppose the English nation, and wrongfully, and from wicked lewdness, set themselves against the appointed Easter of the whole Catholic Church, yet inasmuch as both divine and human power withstand them, they can in neither purpose prevail as they desire, for though in part they are their own masters, yet part of them are brought under subjugation to the English. In these favorable times of peace and calm, many of the Northumbrians, as well of the nobility as private persons, laying aside their weapons and receiving the tonsure, desire rather both for themselves and their children to take upon them monastic vows than to practice the pursuit of war. What will be the end hereof the next age will see. This is for the present the state of all Britain, about two hundred and eighty-five years after the coming of the English into Britain, and in the seven hundred and thirty-first year of our Lord, in whose kingdom that shall have no end let the earth rejoice." and Britain being one with them in the joy of his faith. Let the multitude of Isles be glad, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Chapter 24 Chronological Recapitulation of the Whole Work Also concerning the author himself. I have thought fit briefly to sum up those things which have been related at length under their particular dates, that they may be the better kept in memory. In the sixtieth year before the incarnation of our lord, Caius Julius Caesar, first of the Romans invaded Britain, and was victorious, yet could not maintain the supreme power there. In the year of our lord, forty-six, Claudius, being the second of the Romans, who came to Britain, received the surrender of a great part of the island, and added the Orkney Islands to the Roman Empire. In the year of our lord, one sixty-seven, Aluthor being made bishop at Rome, governed the church most gloriously fifteen years, to whom Lucius, king of Britain, sent a letter, asking to be made a Christian, and succeeded in obtaining his request. In the year of our Lord 189, Severus, being made emperor, reigned seventeen years. He fortified Britain with a rampart from sea to sea. In the year 381, Maximus, being made emperor in Britain crossed over into Gaul and slew Gratian. In the year 409, Rome was overthrown by the Goths, from which time the Romans ceased to rule in Britain. In the year 430, Palladius was sent by Pope Callistine to the Scots that believed in Christ to be their first bishop. In the year 449, Marcian, being made emperor with Valentinian, reigned seven years in whose time the English, being called in by the Britons, came into Britain. In the year 538, an eclipse of the sun came to pass on the 16th of February, from the first hour until the third. In the year 540, an eclipse of the sun came to pass on the 20th of June, and the stars appeared during almost half an hour after the third hour of the day. In the year 547, Ida began to rain, he was the founder of the royal family of the Northumbrians, and he reigned twelve years in the year five hundred and sixty five The priest Columba came out of Scotland into Britain to teach the Picts and he built a monastery in the Isle of High in the year five ninety six Pope Gregory sent Augustine with monks into Britain to preach the good tidings of the Word of God to the English nation in the year five hundred and ninety seven the aforesaid teachers arrived in britain being about the hundred and fiftieth year from the coming of the english into britain in the year six hundred and one pope gregory sent the paul into britain to augustine who was already made bishop he sent also several ministers of the word among whom was paulinus in the year 603, a battle was fought at degsastan in the year 604, the East Saxons received the faith of Christ under King Sabert, Meletus being bishop. In the year 605, Gregory died. In the year 616, Ethelbert, King of Kent, died. In the year 625, Paulinus was ordained bishop of the Northumbrians by Archbishop Justus. In the year 626, Ian fled, daughter of King Edwin was baptized with twelve others on the eve of Whitsunday. In the year 627, King Edwin was baptized with his nation at Easter. In the year 633, King Edwin being killed, Paulinus returned to Kent. In the year 640, Eadbald, King of Kent, died. In the year 642, King Oswald was slain. In the year six hundred forty four, Paulinus, formerly Bishop of York, but then of the city of Rochester, departed to the Lord. In the year six five one, King Oswin was killed, and Bishop Iden died. In the year six fifty three, the Middle Angles, under their prince Penda, were admitted to the mysteries of the faith. In the year six five five, Penda was slain and the Mercians became Christians. In the year 664, an eclipse came to pass. E.R. Conbert, king of Kent, died, and Coleman with the Scots returned to his people. A pestilence arose. Chiada and Wilfrid were ordained bishops of the Northumbrians. In the year 668, Theodore was ordained bishop. In the year 670, Oswy, king of the Northumbrians, died. In the year 673 Egbert, king of Kent, died, and a synod was held at Hertford, in the presence of King Egfrid, Archbishop Theodore presiding. The synod was of great profit, and its decrees are contained in ten articles. In the year 675 Wulfhere, king of the Mercians, when he had reigned seventeen years, died, and left the government to his brother, Ethelred. In the year 676, Ethelred ravaged Kent. In the year 678, a comet appeared, Bishop Wilfrid was driven from his see by King Egfrid, and Bosa, Iata, and Iadheid were consecrated bishops in his stead. In the year 679, Eilfwine was killed. In the year 680, a synod was held in the plain of Heithfelth, concerning the Catholic faith, Archbishop Theodore presiding john the roman abbot was also present the same year also the abbess hilda died at strianelschelch in the year 685 egfrid king of the northumbrians was slain the same year hlothair king of kent died in the year 688 kydwald king of the west saxons went to rome from britain in the year 690 archbishop theodore died in the year 697, Queen Oswreth was murdered by her own nobles, to wit, the nobles of the Mercians. In the year 698, Berktred, an elder man of the King of the Northumbrians, was slain by the Picts. In the year 704, Ethelred, after he had reigned thirty-one years over the nation of the Mercians, became a monk, and gave up the kingdom to Coenred. In the year 705, Alfred, king of the Northumbrians, died. In the year 709, Cornred, king of the Mercians, having reigned five years, went to Rome. In the year 711, the commander Bertfrid fought with the Picts. In the year 716, Osred, king of the Northumbrians, was killed, and Caalred, king of the Mercians, died, and the man of God Egbert. Brought the monks of High to observe the Catholic Easter and the Ecclesiastical Tonsure. In the year seven hundred twenty five Wictred, King of Kent, died. In the year seven twenty nine Comets appeared, the holy Egbert passed away, and Osric died. In the year seven hundred thirty one Archbishop Bertwald died. The same year Tatwine was consecrated ninth Archbishop of the Church of Canterbury in the fifteenth year of the reign of Ethelbald, king of the Mercians. Thus much of the ecclesiastical history of Britain, and more especially of the English nation as far as I could learn, either from the writings of the ancients, or the tradition of our forefathers, or of my own knowledge, with the help of the Lord, I, Bede, the servant of Christ, and priest of the monastery of the blessed apostles Peter and Paul, which is at Wearmouth, and Jarrow, have set forth. Having been born in the territory of that same monastery, I was given, by the care of kinsmen, at seven years of age, to be educated by the most reverend, Abbot Benedict, and afterwards by Cielfrid, and spending all the remaining time of my life a dweller in that monastery, I wholly applied myself to the study of Scripture, and amidst the observance of monastic rule, and the daily charge of singing in the church, I always took delight in learning or teaching or writing in the nineteenth year of my age i received deacon's orders in the thirtieth those of the priesthood both of them by the ministry of the most reverend bishop john and at the bidding of the abbot Kielfrid. from the time when i received priest's orders till the fifty-ninth year of my age i have made it my business for my own needs and those of my brethren to compile out of the works of the venerable fathers the following brief notes on the holy scriptures and also to make some additions after the manner of the meaning and interpretation given by them on the beginning of genesis to the birth of isaac and the casting out of ishmael four books concerning the tabernacle and its vessels and of the vestments of the priests three books on the first part of samuel to the death of saul three books CONCERNING THE BUILDING OF THE TEMPLE OF ALLEGORICAL EXPOSITION AND OTHER MATTERS, TWO BOOKS. LIKEWISE ON THE BOOK OF KINGS, THIRTY QUESTIONS. ON THE PROVERBS OF SOLOMON, THREE BOOKS. ON THE SONG OF SONGS, SEVEN BOOKS. ON ISAIAH, DANIEL, THE TWELVE PROPHETS, AND PART OF JEREMIAH, DIVISIONS OF CHAPTERS COLLECTED FROM THE TREATISE OF THE BLESSED JEROME. ON EZRA AND NEHEMIAH, THREE BOOKS. ON THE SONG OF Habakkuk, ONE BOOK. On the book of the Blessed Father Tobias, one book of allegorical explanation concerning Christ and the Church. Also chapters of readings on the Pentateuch of Moses, Joshua, and Judges. On the books of Kings and Chronicles. On the book of the Blessed Father Job. On the Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Songs. On the prophets Isaiah, Ezra, and Nehemiah. ON THE GOSPEL OF MARK, FOUR BOOKS, ON THE GOSPEL OF LUKE, SIX BOOKS, OF HOMILIES, ON THE GOSPEL, TWO BOOKS, ON THE APOSTLE, WHATSOEVER I HAVE FOUND IN THE WORKS OF ST. AUGUSTINE, I HAVE TAKEN HEED TO TRANSCRIBE IN ORDER, ON THE ACTS OF THE APOSTLES, TWO BOOKS, ON THE SEVEN CATHOLIC EPISTLES, A BOOK ON EACH, ON THE REVELATION OF ST. JOHN, THREE BOOKS, Likewise chapters of lessons on all the New Testament except the Gospel. Likewise a book of epistles to diverse persons, of which one is of the six ages of the world, one of the halting places of the children of Israel, one on the words of Isaiah, and they shall be shut up in the prison, and after many days shall they be visited, one of the reason of leap year, and one of the equinox, according to Anatolius likewise concerning the histories of saints i translated the book of the life and passion of saint felix confessor from the metrical work of paulinus into prose the book of the life and passion of saint anastasius which was ill translated from the greek and worse amended by some ignorant person i have corrected as to the sense as far as i could i have written the life of the holy father cuthbert who was both monk and bishop first in heroic verse and afterwards in prose the history of the abbots of this monastery in which i rejoice to serve the divine goodness to wit benedict keelfrid and huathbert in two books the ecclesiastical history of our island and nation in five books the martyrology of the festivals of the holy martyrs in which i have carefully endeavoured to set down all whom i could find and not only on what day, but also by what sort of combat, and under what judge they overcame the world. A book of hymns in diverse sorts of metre or rhythm. A book of epigrams in heroic or elegiac verse. Of the nature of things, and of the times, one book of each, likewise of the times, one larger book. A book of orthography, arranged in alphabetical order likewise a book of the art of poetry, and to it I have added another little book of figures of speech or tropes, that is, of the figures and modes of speech in which the holy scriptures are written. And I beseech thee, good Jesus, that to whom thou hast graciously granted sweetly to drink in the words of thy knowledge, thou wilt also vouchsafe in thy loving kindness, that he may one day come to thee, the fountain of all wisdom, and appear for ever before thy face. CONTINUATION The Continuation of Bede In the year 731 King Kailwolf was taken prisoner, and tonsured, and sent back to his kingdom. Bishop Acca was driven from his see. In the year 732 Egbert was made Bishop of York, in the room of Wilfrid. Kinnebert, Bishop of Lindsay, died. In the year of our Lord 733 Archbishop Tatwine, having received the pall by apostolic authority, ordained Alwick, and Siegfried, bishops. In the year 733 there was an eclipse of the sun on the fourteenth day of August, about the third hour, in such wise that the whole orb of the sun seemed to be covered with a black and gloomy shield. In the year 734 the moon, on the thirty-first of January, about the time of cock-crowing, was, for about a whole hour, coloured blood-red, after which a blackness followed, and she regained her wonted light. In the year from the incarnation of Christ, 734, Bishop Tatwine died. In the year 735, Nothelm was ordained archbishop, and Bishop Egbert, having received the pall from the Apostolic See, was the first to be established as archbishop after Paulinus, and he ordained Frithbert and Frithwal bishops. And the priest Bede died. In the year 737, an excessive drought rendered the land unfruitful, and Kalewolf, voluntarily receiving the tonsure, left the kingdom to Eadbert. In the year 739, Edelhart, king of the West Saxons, died, as did Archbishop Nothelm. In the year 740, Cuthbert was consecrated in Nothelm's stead. Ethelbald, king of the Mercians, cruelly and wrongfully wasted part of Northumbria, their king eadbert with his army being employed against the picts bishop ethelwald died also and conwulf was consecrated in his stead arnwin and eadbert were slain in the year 741 a great drought came upon the country charles king of the franks died and his sons caroloman and pippin reigned in his stead in the year seven forty five, Bishop Wilfrid and Ingwald, Bishop of London, departed to the Lord. In the year seven forty seven, the man of God Herefrid died. In the year seven fifty, Cuthred, king of the West Saxons, rose up against King Ethelbald. And Oengus, Theodar, and Ianred died. Eadbert added the plain of Kyle and other places to his dominions. In the year 753, in the fifth year of King Eadbert, on the ninth of January, an eclipse of the sun came to pass. Afterwards, in the same year and month, on the twenty-fourth day of January, the moon suffered an eclipse, being covered with a gloomy black shield, in like manner as was the sun a little while before. In the year 754 Boniface, called also Winfred, Bishop of the Franks, received the crown of martyrdom, together with fifty-three others and Redger was consecrated archbishop in his stead by Pope Stephen. In the year 757, Ethelbald, king of the Mercians, was treacherously and miserably murdered in the night by his own guards. Bjornred began his reign, Kinewulf, king of the West Saxons, died, and the same year Offa, having put Bjornred to flight, sought to gain the kingdom of the Mercians by bloodshed. In the year 758, Eadbert, king of the Northumbrians, receiving St. Peter's tonsure for the love of God, and to the end that he might take the heavenly country by force, left the kingdom to his son Oswulf. In the year 755 Oswulf was wickedly murdered by his own thanes, and Ethelwald, being chosen the same year by his people, entered upon the kingdom, in whose second year there was great tribulation by reason of pestilence which continued almost two years, diverse grievous sicknesses raging, but more especially the disease of dysentery. In the year 761, Oengus, king of the Picts, died, who from the beginning to the end of his reign continued to be a blood-stained and tyrannical butcher. Oswin was also slain. In the year 765, King Alacred came to the throne. In the year seven sixty six AD, Archbishop Egbert, of the royal race, and endued with divine knowledge, as also Frithbert, both of them truly faithful bishops, departed to the Lord. End of section twenty nine. Recording by Kevin Johnson. End of Bede's Ecclesiastical History of England by the Venerable Bede. Translated by A.M. Seller